Welcome to the Introvert 360 Podcast. Each episode, your distinguished hosts, Carrie and Rebecca, will analyze the extrovert's hidden agenda and how introversion can affect one's life experiences. I have cats. And how is that related? Fine. Maybe we'll just talk about creative careers, workplace culture, and cake. But introverts really... But introverts really need to know about the hidden agenda of extroverts. Get over it. Anyway, get ready to put on your introvert colored glasses. What color are introvert colored glasses? Rainbow unicorn. Unicorn isn't a color. That's what the extroverts want you to think. It's me, Carrie, and I'm so thrilled because Rebecca invited me to Introvert Book Club. My favorite author in the whole wide world is Maggie Stiefvater, and she's an INFJ just like me. I love, love, love her so much, and I could spend hours talking about her. So I'm really excited that I finally get the chance. Oh, there's Rebecca. And look, she's got a pile of books with her. Hey, Rebecca. Hi, Carrie. So which introvert author did you want to talk about today? Huh? Introvert Book Club! I read all of Maggie Stiefvater's books and I came prepared. Her favorite color is black. She is a fan of all animals, but I think her favorite animals are horses. Uh, She's a self-taught artist who uses primarily colored pencils. She has her own Society 6 and Etsy shop where she sells prints. Here, I even bookmark some of my favorite passages from the first book in her Raven Cycle series to read aloud. Um, I thought we were going to quietly read books. Isn't that what introvert? Isn't that what introvert book club is all about? Anyway, I mean, I scheduled this meeting for the library. Wasn't that a tip off? I'm not sure people are going to want to listen to 30 minutes of ambient library noise. ASMR is a really big thing right now. ASMR as 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 more. A simmer? A a summer? What what does that have to do with anything? All right, I suppose we can talk about Maggie Stowaway and maybe some other introvert authors if you really want to. Oh, yay! (laughs) We better run! This book club is turning into Fight Club! But I dropped my favorite book back there! Rebecca, stop pulling me! people at the library would be such harsh critics of our book club. I mean, sheesh. Perhaps it was the noise? Hmm. Well, whatever. So we have discussed and decided that we are going to talk about introvert authors and how MBTI types affect the writing process. And since Carrie is so keen to talk about Maggie Steelwater, we're going to spend this episode focusing on the introvert writers that are on the feeling side of the spectrum. So the INFJs, the INFPs, the ISFJs, and the ISFPs. Yeah, it's a pretty arbitrary way to break up authors. But thinking versus feeling is the only difference between our two MBTI types. Carrie's an INFJ and I'm an INTJ. 
first of all, it's Maggie Stiefvater, and we don't have to talk about the feelers. You know, it's all about you. Don't say that. Okay, really, I just think it would be easier for me to play Okami if you're leading the discussion. What? What is that? Is that one of those hand cassette things? Sure, let's go with that. Okay, so let's start talking about INFJ writers like Maggie Stiefvater. And you too. I don't want to talk about my writing process. I like talking about other people's writing process. It's way more fun. I think you're fun. <laughs> Thanks. But we're talking about other INFJs here. It makes sense that INFJs are writers. INFJs in general are artistic and creative. They're caring and intuitive, and they love finding the hidden meaning in things. Maggie's work in particular is very INFJ, as though she is very layered when she writes, with lots of symbolism and magic, and the world is full of both wonderful and terrible things in her books. And I think many of her heroines are idealistic, but I also love her antiheroes because they're very complex. You know, my cat Goomba is an incredible INFJ writer. Wow. Really? Is he writing a story about the bitter love triangle between Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach? Wow, I'm impressed. A video game reference. Hey, I play video games too. I played the Mario games on my PlayStation. Right. Anyway, <laughs> other notable INFJ writers include Mary Wollstonecraft, Nathaniel Hawthorne, Dante Alighieri, Dostoevsky, Leo Tolstoy, and Carl Jung. Your buddy Carl Jung? I didn't realize he was an INFJ. First of all, he died before I was born, so not really my buddy. But secondly, it's hard to say what he really was. Jung actually typed himself as either an ISTP or an INTP. The former was in his childhood and the latter in his adulthood. But people now think he's actually an INFJ or an INTJ. With most people leaning towards the INFJ end of the spectrum. Wow, people think he's an INFJ? Well, what if I wanted to claim him as an INTJ like me? You know what? You can have him. Uh, thanks, I guess? Now, what were we talking about before? Oh, hoarding the memory of Jung. <sighs> right, whatever. Other INFJ writers include Agatha Christie, Charlotte Bronte, J.K. Rowling, and Plato. You know... I love that Plato is an INFJ just like me because he wrote all of this super smart stuff and I'm over here writing rom-coms. You know, love knows no bounds. <laughs> True. It's interesting that you say that because one of the things that many INFJs like to focus on is the relationships between characters. The act of building and breaking and rebuilding all those relationships is super fun. So you're a virtual homewrecker? Well, okay, m not me. I'm actually conflict averse even when it comes to writing fiction. That's very interesting. Um, do you think there are other key characteristics that affect how INFJ is right? Um, you know, actually, I have something important to tell you. What? That Google so can actually seconds. write? You bite your tongue. No, remember how I told you I was going to post a question to an online writing forum about MBTI types and the writing process? How did that go? Well, apparently there are a higher than average number of INFJs on the forum. Ooh, what did they have to say? Absolutely nothing. No INFJs wanted to talk about their writing process, so it's all up to you. Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the uh, MBTI test, but I'm not supposed to call it a test. Whatever. No pressure, Fight right? <laughs> so based on what I read, INFJs as writers are... Wait, you're going to an external source for your writing process? Are you sure you're not an ISFJ? 
I just felt really uncomfortable making myself the prototypical INFJ writer, so I wanted to come up with some other resources. Consensus seems to be that INFJs are natural writers who enjoy working alone, reflecting on ideas and expressing their vision. When it comes to the writing process, INFJs like a quiet environment without interruptions to write about personal topics. They enjoy symbolism, as I stated before, and they are self-motivated. However, perfectionism and self-doubt can put a serious dent in their productivity. INFJs, especially new writers, can get mired down in editing the same things over and over and over. Add to that that INFJs have a long preparation stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I am witness to your preparation stage. You've been doing all your writing and planning exercises forever. My question is, when do I get to read any pages? When? Come on. Okay, well, um, maybe when we go on that mini writing retreat we talked about. Or, you know, when I finish this new set of worksheets that I downloaded for helping me figure stuff out. (laughs) It's so true. Oh my gosh. But so does this mean you're a plotter and not a panster? Actually, that's a very interesting question because according to this website I found, INFJs and ESFPs are the two MBTI types that are essentially 50-50 panster versus plotter. ESFPs are 50 are basically 50-50 and INFJs are like 54-46. The rest of them all have bigger swings, like 60-40, and there's one that's almost like 90-10. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I am. I have a lot of images of scenes and interactions between my characters, but I have found that I utterly lack the ability to generate the overall conflict arc. So I can literally write and write and write and write and never get anywhere. I just struggle with pulling it all together. You want to scrap? What? When I was like 13 or 14, some girl in the Circus Circus pool hall said that to me. I didn't know she wanted to fight. Um, So, you know, I didn't. I do wonder how my life would have been different if I had agreed. Now, wait a minute. There was a Circus Circus pool hall? Yes, yes, in the back. At least in in the mall I went to. But, you know, it was amazing. (laughs) I, I girls girls always circus, wanted a circus. Why is there a pool hall in it? Girls always wanted to fight with me. I don't oh know. I just looked this way. <laughs> it was the pink hair. Maybe, Did you but have this rock? was this was before I had pink oh, hair. I had black hair, black hair, and the pale skin. And people thought I was goth, even though I was just pale. And goths like to fight, apparently. I guess so. Was it another goth that wanted to fight you? No, she was. She was just this... she preppy. I don't remember. She had a ponytail. She was preppy. And she wore a green green shirt, I think. Green and yellow on, I think. She was trying to prove to all of her prep friends. I think I think she rough and tumble she was. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she she was, you know, maybe I looked at her boyfriend the wrong way or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying that the core to every good story is a good old girl fight. I think I disagree with that statement. You'd know. <laughs> I do. See, the crazy thing is that I can totally dissect and see how it works in other stories. Just not my own. I keep trying to think my way out of this problem, but I just haven't figured out my own process yet. I just, I'm still trying. I keep trying. I still think we should scrap. I don't think I'd be much good in a fight, you know, being so conflict averse. Some things to keep in mind if you're an INFJ writer is to number one, keep moving forward. Resist the urge to revise until you get to the end. Otherwise, um, you might never get to the end. Number two, keep it real. Flowery language is good, 
but you need to ground it in reality. Number three, while us INFJs are sensitive to criticism and want to keep our work private until it's perfect, there is value in in in-process feedback to ensure that our vision is coming across the way that we intended. So my question is, are you going to take this advice? Uh, How about I write a flowery essay on the topic and get back to you when it's perfect? Ha ha. All right. So, um... (laughs) So we're going to move on to the next MBTI type, the ISFJs. They're one of the feeling types that don't seem to quite share the need to suffer in silence as you and perhaps the other INFJs. As a reminder, ISFJs are typically referred to as the protector or defender. Mm. To quote the 16 personalities website, those sensitive defenders have excellent analytical abilities. Though reserved, they have well-developed people skills and robust social relationships. And though they are generally a conservative type, defenders are often receptive to change and new ideas. Is that what you meant when you said that they don't suffer in silence? Well, you know how I mentioned that I posted the question regarding MBTI type and writing process? Yeah, and how no one responded? Yeah, it's, it still stinks. I didn't say no one responded, just no INFJs. Ugh, ow. I did actually have one ISFJ writer chime in on her process. She says that she writes fiction, novels, no specific genre, and is definitely a panster. She says, quote, planning slash outlining takes the fun out of it for me. I also can't write just for me. I'd never finish anything. I need feedback to keep motivated, end quote. Interesting. Yeah, it sounds like it's pretty typical for ISFJ writers. It's really important for them to have a good network. It can help ISFJs to talk about the challenges they face in writing. Plus, ISFJs can feel really insecure about writing. Who doesn't? My cat, Goomba. Your cat can't write. (coughs) Cat's kind of scary. He's not scary. You're just hurting his feelings. But hear me out, okay? ISFJs have a strong sense of personal responsibility in everything they do, and this includes their writing. They enjoy writing about history and biography, and they are less interested in business writing. They like to convey facts with warmth. My cat is warm. Your cat is not a writer. And why does he keep looking at me like that? (sighs) Because you hurt his feelings? Hello. But fine, okay? So one... ISFJ author you might accept is Mother Teresa. Wait a minute. I don't really think about Mother Teresa as a writer. First Goomba, now Mother Teresa? Totally not fair. I guess I think of her as ministering to the poor and needy, not writing chiclet. You mean you think of her more as a lover, not a writer? <laughs> I, I guess. So horrible, isn't it? It's terrible. All right. It's a terrible joke. Terrible. But our listeners have come to expect that. And we're going to hell now, but it's okay. Oh, she'd forgive us. She (laughs) would. She probably would. She's a lovely lady. Um, Worst things have happened to her that she didn't deserve. It's true. All right. So, okay. Since Goomba and Mother Teresa are off the table here, um, how about Louisa May Alcott? Okay, I'm waiting for you to gush about Little Women. 
I never finished the book. I did like the movie, though. Oh, man, I'm so disappointed. You like everything diminutive. So I thought for sure the woman who wrote Little Women would be your bag. Anyway, okay, fine. How about Tennyson? He's another ISFJ author. Okay, so here it's actually interesting that Tennyson felt a personal commitment to be, quote, the people's poet, unquote, no matter how famous he became. Poetry was how he dealt with the hardships in his life, and he was committed to using his poetry to address the needs and concerns of the everyman. ISFJs seem like they'd be good writing companions. You know, Goomba is a great writing companion, and I help him by providing a confidence boost every now and then. That is something that all ISFJs can use. Seriously, it's just a can. I mean, what? Nothing. Anyway, when it comes to introvert writers, there is one MBTI type that seems to have more than its fair share. Okay, so we already talked about INFJs, and we talked about ISFJs, so I guess it must be INTJs. No, we're doing the thinkers later. It's another MBTI type altogether. Say it ain't so, Joe. I hate it when you call me Joe. Okay, Carrie, would you care to elaborate? I'm talking, God, I'm so sassy. I'm talking about INFPs, the group often referred to as the mediator or the healers. And these guys are the dreamers of the world. Okay, do you think they count sheep, maybe rainbow unicorns? Why not? But INFPs as a whole are known for being deeply idealistic and passionate about their beliefs, ideas, and relationships. Well-known INFP writers include... Jean-Jacques Rousseau, Albert Camus, George Orwell, yes. J.R.R. Tolkien, Virginia Woolf, A.A. A. Milne, Franz Kafka, Edgar Allan Poe, John Milton, William Blake, Hans Christian Andersen, William Shakespeare, Homer, and George R.R. R. Martin. Are you seeing a pattern here? Jeez, it's practically a who's who in writing. So many of those people were required reading for my college literature courses. Uh, I'm blanking on who Jean-Jacques Rousseau is, though. Rousseau. 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 Let's, let's say it is as um, Midwestern as we can. Rasu? Rasu? Rasu. Rasu? Rasu. No, let's see. It's, it's Midwestern. Jean Jockey Rasu. I'm like, I was going country there for a minute. Yeah. I gotta be, I gotta be Minnesota. Ros. Rosso. 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 That's German. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Okay. Rosso was... Rousseau was a philosopher, writer, and composer whose political philosophy influenced the progress of the Age of Enlightenment through Europe. Here we were having a nice conversation about writers and you had to bring philosophy into this? Uh, okay, I'm going to quickly distract you with one of his amazing quotes. The world of reality has its limits. The world of imagination is boundless. Ooh, shiny. I know, right? But really, when you think about all these authors, they have blessed us with unusual insights into the nature of things. They connect disparate ideas and paint detailed pictures of mood and atmosphere. And while these endless connections are great for creativity, it can be hard for INFPs to get things done. Someone answered that question that you posted on Quora, saying that in her experience, P stands for procrastination, as it's way too easy to get distracted by other possible projects. And she said that, quote, ultimately, deadlines don't mean much to us when it comes to true creativity, end quote. 
Which is true, apparently, because much to the disdain of Game of Thrones fans, they are still waiting for the next book in the series. And we're looking at you, George. You know, I take it back. My cat Goomba, he might actually be an INFP writer. He never finishes any of the stories he starts. Seriously, can you stop with the cat, please? (laughs) You're so scary. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, some things to keep in mind if you're an INFP writer. Number one, resist the urge to perfect your first draft. Chances are you're going to have a lot to cut out of your meandering text. Number two, make sure that you're including enough facts and concrete details. And number three, be open to criticism, something that can be really tough for INFs in general. Yes, because some people want to read that book. Not me, but didn't everyone die anyways? I can't, I, 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 spoiler alert. But, but it doesn't the season done? It is, but I don't know. Maybe there are some people that haven't watched it yet. But is he writing another book? He is. He's writing the book that they just finished the season for. Really? They finished yeah. the season? Before he finished writing the books. Oh, well, that's wrong. I, I don't, if I were George, I, I was just having a discussion with somebody at the <clears throat> about this today. If I were him, I don't know if I could finish it. After it's already been finished by somebody else. Even if I had insight and input into how the series ended, I would have a really hard time writing to that outline enjoyably. There's one writing type that if you do all the preparation in advance, once they figure out the story or the the content and the flow, they're done. So they have no actually interest in actually completing it because done, done, done. You it know? takes the fun out of it. Because that, that that's the exploration and finding, getting to the end. So. Yeah. So the last group that we're going to talk about today are the ISFPs. They are the final group of feeling introverts. <laughs> Wait, no, that does sound funny, right? It's as if all us thinkers are unfeeling. Stop tangenting. We just did that. For a feeler. You're awfully mean. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you are mean. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So. You know I love you. (laughs) So, ISFPs are typically known as artisans, adventurers, or composers. These are those adventurous, free spirits who are quiet and adaptable. They want to experience things before they write about them. They are also drawn to nature. As writers, they are skilled at conjuring the feelings associated with texture, color, and sound. And given their affinity for nature and adventure... I would guess that ISFPs are behind a lot of great travel guides. I can honestly say that I've never read one. Have you? Um, no. (laughs) Grabbing straws here. All right. Okay, but really, to be honest, I had a hard time finding mention of a lot of well-known ISFP writers. One I found is Dik Nhat Thanh, a Vietnamese monk who writes about mindfulness and peace. A more old-timey example is William Wordsworth. Okay, first of all, props to you for pronouncing that name right, because I'm sure it was complicated. But didn't Wordsworth write a lot about nature and stuff? Yes, he was most concerned about humans' relationship to nature. You know, I wonder what he would have to say about global warming. I bet he'd be all over it. It's not a lot to go on, but it seems like ISFP writers want us to be mindful and responsible. I, I, I would agree with that. You know, and one of the interesting things that I found is that there are many well-known music artists. Um, Avril Lavigne, Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, hmm. Lena Del Rey, 
Jastone, they all fall into this category. So perhaps the term composer is truly a more apt way to describe this group. Maybe they are really better suited to writing music and lyrics and that type of work. You know, now I'm wondering if Goomba is an ISFP. Seriously? This is the fourth MBTI type you thought your cat was. Well, you know, he's a Siamese, so he's loud and he's always singing a tune. It makes sense. I, I don't even know how I'm supposed to respond to that. Yeah, I don't know either. But how about... Summarize writing recommendations for ISFPs. I'm sure Goomba would really appreciate hearing those. All right. So for ISFP writers, the challenges are ensuring that they are writing with a clear sense of direction and that the passion of their beliefs is backed in reality. Getting in process feedback from others can also really help with that. All right. I have a question for you. Now that we've looked at all the types... What do you find as interesting similarities or differences? Okay, so the first similarity is that your cat Goomba belongs to none of these groups. Do I need to have him come in here and sing? No, I've heard him sing with air quotes before, and he's no Britney. He's going to hiss at you one more time, baby. (sighs) Okay, whatever. I'm sure that there are outliers in each group, but I kind of found it interesting that when applying the MBTI types to the genres, that each type might be fond of writing. It also reminds me that as an INFJ, I kind of need to remember to keep my eyes on my own work, meaning that I should try not to get too bogged down in how amazing other people's work is and just own what I like to write, and as all writers should. Because while I'd like to write like Maggie... And she is an INFJ. My particular INFJ-ness probably manifests itself differently. What about you? Uh, Did you say something? I was doing my cat's MBTI type. Um, You're right. I probably should have done it before we started recording. So I have to say that we've talked about so many amazing authors in this episode. Maggie Stiefvater! Does your boyfriend Simon Sinek know about you two? Okay, not my boyfriend. Are you sure? Totally sure. Does Maggie Steelwater know about Simon Sinek? (laughs) Not my girlfriend. (laughs) Okay. I've spoken to her once and I was like, I turned into a cartoon character and then she responded to me and I, I was so got gobsmacked gobsmacked that I don't know if I actually listened to a word. She said, it's crazy. Anyway. All right. So, so in the next episode of the Introvert 360, we'll look at the writing process for the introvert thinking types. So that would be the INTJs, the INTPs, the ISTJs, and the ISTPs. So guess what? My dog, Jaquino, is all of those types. I don't understand you. MBTI types are nothing to joke about. But you were just in the cat in the (sighs) so there you have it another episode of the introvert 360 please subscribe via apple Podcasts and check out our website at www.introvert360.com for previous episodes including ones from our comp capers podcast we're also on twitter and facebook please leave a comment or review if you liked us i think that's it unless you have anything We'd like to have a hush of introverts. Hush, hush, hush. Uh, That's our official name for our podcast listeners. Uh, You're all a hush of introverts. And uh, we'd like to ping you guys for additional perspective. So right now, we're only representing one quarter of the MBTI introvert types. 
If you're an opinionated introvert, especially one who loves to declare your MBTI types, um, we want to hear from you. So please send us an email at introvert360podcast at gmail.com. You know, I heard that Maggie hates cats. I don't think that's true. Well, she definitely hates cake. Only if it's cake with 